Live to see it, friends, and welcome to Adjacent Realities. I'm Phil Bowermaster, and we're continuing to discuss the relationship between the future, reality, and possibility. I'm going to start out this time by noting that we are all realized possibilities. Before you existed, before you became a part of reality, you were a possibility, and a very remote possibility at that. As I've explored in some earlier blog posts and podcasts, a thousand years ago, the chances that you would ever have existed were infinitesimal. Heck, even a couple of years before you were born, the odds were not great. And by not great, I mean less than the chance that you today might win a big lotto jackpot. You are a vastly improbable being. We all are. But luckily, improbable does not mean impossible. We each owe our existence to the fact that unlikely outcomes do occur. If the vastly unlikely possibility of my existence can be achieved, other unlikely outcomes can be achieved. In other podcasts, Stephen and I have talked about the adjacent possible, outcomes that are only a few steps removed from our current reality. Now, since this show is called Adjacent Realities, you can pretty much count on the fact that the adjacent possible is a subject we'll be spending some time on as we go. But not all possibilities are adjacent. There's also the deep possible, where outcomes are thousands or millions or trillions of steps removed from where we are. But each of those steps is possible, and the sequence is possible. If the outcomes that lie hidden in the deep possible truly are possibilities, then there must be one or more coherent paths to them. If there's no path that could lead from here to one of those outcomes, or if every path that does lead to one of those outcomes has one or more impossible steps, then the outcomes are not truly possible. Or to put it more simply, everything that is possible can be realized. Now, does that sound like a bold assertion or the statement of some arcane metaphysical law? It's not. All I'm saying is that if a thing is possible, it can happen. There's nothing bold about that. It's just the definition of the word possible. To say that everything that is possible can be realized is no more profound than saying that all bluebirds are blue. It's like arguing that bicycle wheels are round. It's like saying that chairs are something we sit on. It's hardly even a definition at all. It's more like a tautology. So why am I wasting your time stating the painfully obvious? Well, because it is not obvious. It's one of those things that should be obvious but isn't. However, there is definitely some pain involved but the pain is of an existential variety. In the previous podcast, we talked about how we sometimes use the phrase, anything is possible, not so much to argue in favor of possibilities as to dismiss them. We pay lip service to the idea that anything is possible while living a life that assumes that there are very few possibilities available, or at least very few that are worth pursuing. But it's not the case. We live in a world of abundant possibilities. In fact, the phrase abundant possibilities doesn't even begin to cover it. I won't say it's infinite possibilities, because I think that comes a little too close to the whole anything is possible idea. And as I hope I've already made clear, I'm not a fan of that formulation. But we're talking about a lot of possibilities here, somewhere between abundant and infinite. Okay, That's where we are. So let's go back to what I said a moment ago about the chances that you would ever have existed. To continue with the understatements, they were quite slim. There were many more potential versions of the world without you in it than with you. And there were many different versions of you that could have existed, not just before your birth, but throughout your life. Your hair color could have been different. You could have become best friends with a different kid in kindergarten. You could have decided on a different major in college. Every day of your life has been chock full of events and decisions that could have spun you off in a completely different direction. There are, in fact, untold millions of versions of your life and of yourself 
many of which would seem like slight variations on the life you have lived, but many more that would look vastly different, even unrecognizable. Dazzling successes, horrifying failures, sublime happiness, stultifying boredom, anger, passion, genius, madness, they all coexist as parallel versions of your life. Somewhere in that unimaginably vast ocean of possibilities emerged the life you have lived. Your life is the very image of the deep possible. But maybe it's misleading to say that these different versions coexist. Only one version of you exists. Only one version of your life has happened. Yes, it is possible that each of those different versions of you and each of those different versions of your life really do coexist across millions of parallel universes. But for now, having not even yet defined what it is precisely that we mean when we use the term reality, we will stick to what is real within this universe. In this universe, in this reality, one and only one version of you exists. But not that long ago, the version that exists now was no more real than any of those other potential versions of you. It was just one possibility out of many. Each of those different versions of you was as real as the version that eventually came true. As we move back in time, more and more potential versions of you, and more and more versions of the world without you, emerge. Back then they were all real. Or again, they were at least as real as the version that exists now. Now you could argue that some were less real and some were more depending on probability. By that reckoning, the version that exists now and many other similar versions were more real, even back then, than the versions where you turn out to be a rock star or a serial killer or the president of the United States. Well, probability is definitely a factor in deciding which possibilities are eventually realized. After all, when probability reaches 100%, the possibility is no longer a possibility. It's reality. On the other hand, probabilities can change rapidly. An outcome whose likelihood we estimate at 80% can suddenly be excluded, and one that we estimate at less than 1% can suddenly surge into first place. The difference between 99% probability and 100% probability is far greater than the difference between 99% probability and 1% probability. That is counterintuitive in the extreme, I realize, if we're thinking in terms of numbers. But I'm not talking about the numbers. What we're talking about here is a difference in kind. If you have two potential outcomes, one has a 99% chance of happening and one has a 1% chance of happening, they're both still possibilities. But when one of them reaches 100%, it is no longer a possibility. It has crossed the chasm. It is reality. In other words, every possible future is as real as every other possible future. Or, if you prefer, every possible future is as unreal as every other possible future. And uh, come to think of it, that might be the better way of saying it. But let's not lose sight of the fact that a possible future bears a relationship to reality that an impossible future does not. The line between the impossible and the possible is immutable. That is a chasm that cannot be crossed. And again, all we're doing here is defining our terms. So, no impossible futures will ever become possible futures. If they do, it means they weren't impossible to begin with. They were just misidentified. In the previous podcast, we talked about how 200 years ago, it was already possible that one day an airplane could fly across the Pacific Ocean. That was not something that was impossible that became possible. That was a possibility that was always there, and we became aware of it. That becoming aware of it is important, and we'll talk about that more later. On the other hand, the line between the possible and the impossible, that is to say just going the other way, is one that gets crossed all the time. Possible futures become impossible. 
This morning, it was possible that I could have jumped out of bed and hopped on a flight to Las Vegas so I could have lunch at the Bellagio at noon Vegas time. It wasn't a terribly likely scenario, but it could have happened. However, as I have made no move towards the airport as the morning has progressed, the probability of that future has been going down. Eventually, long before you've even heard of this, we will reach a point where even the fastest car available couldn't get me to the fastest plane available to get me to Las Vegas in time to make it to lunch. The probability will drop to zero, and what was once a possible future will become impossible. And impossible it will then remain, forever. Once you're on that side of the line, you're done. So, we have this line between the possible and the impossible. Depending on which way you want to go, the line is either one that gets crossed all the time, or that can never be crossed. But there is no line between the probable and the improbable. They exist in a continuum. Possibilities are constantly moving around within that continuum. We can say that both possibilities and impossibilities are examples of things that aren't real. Possibilities are the ones that haven't yet crossed the line into reality, but still could, whereas impossibilities are the ones that have crossed the other line, or that were always on that side of it, and are sealed away forever. Your life is nothing more than a long series of realized possibilities. In fact, as I said at the start, you yourself are a great example of a realized possibility. Now, there is a lot more to realizing than we may at first suspect. So, on the next Adjacent Realities, we'll spend some time talking about what it means to realize possibilities. Thanks for being with us. Look forward to talking to you again soon. And until next time, live to see it.